0: before we hear Momo's song that just came out, somebody's getting a speaker, I want to read you the beginning of a poem that a huge Ben Torah who learned in this yeshiva he, yeshiva, he sent me a poem about the yeshiva, he sent me a poem about the yeshiva and I want to read you the poem and talk for a second, other... Obviously to feel good about the yeshiva we're in is good, but much more important is to, is to be mechazic, is to be mechazic and to strengthen, to appreciate and to utilize and to continue to build, not to rest on our laurels. So listen to what a kid wrote. I just, I appreciate what he said. Once upon a time there was a kid who was trying to grow up. When he needed attention, he got the tension. When he needed affection, he got this connection. Tried different approaches, but always ended up in rejection. So he built up a callus till his life was unbalanced and he made his way to the palace. What a majestic place it was. Indeed, to his emotions, they could feed. He got everything he needed and didn't have to stay seated. Three course meals they did serve of love, respect, and connection. He felt wanted and belonging, so slowly his words stopped falling. He writes more, he writes more about his journey, it's a longer essay about his journey. I felt that today, the chizet that Hashem sent us today, that we were this week, a yid came to the yeshiva for a week, a very, very special yid who moved here, literally the man is married with children, a beautiful family. And his mishpacha gave him moshus to move into to come to us for the week, and he just sat here, learned all day, shmoozed with guys all day, and was so taken by the guys. And what took him is the honesty, the honesty. Two things he noted: the honesty of people working on themselves in a sincere, authentic way. He came around and sat by shiurim, heard honest discussion people speaking up with an honesty that moved him and the connections and the connections and it's not two different things what he explained and on his way out thanked the guys he's described how unusual he sat here and guy after guy came to talk to him to welcome him and he felt that to make that connection you have to be very secure it's very spoken about today The word and the term social anxiety is like rampant today. Social anxiety, and it's spoken about a lot. I just, whoa, I walk into a room full of people and certainly... I don't want to oversimplify, and there's something called social anxiety, and I never don't want to, in any way, not just not mock, not oversimplify. Some people are born with a condition called anxiety, and social anxiety is a very, very dangerous thing, is a very lonely and difficult thing to battle. And no way am I oversimplifying, there's something very real called social anxiety. But I do want to say that when somebody's out of touch with themselves, doesn't face their own challenges and their own struggles, that is very likely to as well produce social anxiety. If I'm not comfortable with me and I'm already a stranger with myself, how can I walk into a dorm room and be comfortable with you? I'm not even comfortable with me. Oh, perfect. Thanks a million. Thanks, Emily. I'm not comfortable with me. How can I get comfortable with you? To walk into a dorm room. And I want guys in an open way to walk into a dorm room of guys, walk into the Blue Ridge, and sit down and schmooze. Now, to say, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know them, they don't know me. The more I'm comfortable with myself and accept myself and understand myself, the word accept myself is huge. And the more I accept myself, the more safe and comfortable I am to sit down with others. Often, when we say others are judging us, very, very often, we say others are judging us. Others are judging me. People are judging me. Nobody's judging you. You're judging you. You're uneasy with self. So you say, everybody's looking at me. Nobody's looking at you. You're looking at you. The more secure we are with ourselves, takes away a lot, I'm not saying it's the only thing of social anxiety but it takes away a lot of social anxiety and he said this, these two points that there's a lot of honesty here, self-examination, acceptance of self and then he sees that people can walk up to a stranger and be friendly and be comfortable and engage, those are not two different things, one causes the other. It was just tremendously encouraging to have a person. I don't want to call him an outsider, because after the week, he's big time an insider, Rebbe Kiva. But to have a Yid come, a beautiful Yid, and give us the chizuk. give us the chizuk, show us something, and maybe even strengthen us to be more strong at that. He came here for something. He brought a lot of it in honesty, a self-understanding, self-introspectance, self-respect, self-acceptance of self, all these topics that are so vital here and so part of the dialogue of the yeshiva here. Ayyid came for it, showed us a lot of it, appreciated that it's here, and is mechazek us to continue. It's interesting that when you speak about the mailists of the yeshiva, a person can be in Ghanadan, but if you don't appreciate it, what's it worth? If you don't know you're in Gan and appreciate Gan Eden, it loses a lot of value. And sometimes a quote-unquote outsider will come and make you appreciate what you have. If you've ever had a guest for Shabbos, and the guest is like, wow, through them you get a new excitement for Shabbos. There's a, there's a very interesting halacha. Sheba brachas, we make a chasna, and then we have seven days where we can make, have the possibility, if a suda is made for the chasna and kala, we have sheva brachas. Today, guys think you have to do it all seven days. There's no such halacha. During the seven days after the chasna, you could do it four times a day. You could do it no times a day. You don't have to have a sheva brachas. But any suda made for the chasna and kalah, so you do sheva brachas. I was once on a plane, and they served the plane meal, and there was a and kala flying to Israel, and they tried to do shevabrachis. I was upset by that, because I think that was a brachal of because they didn't serve the plane suda for the and kala. And if the food is not served because of them, it's a brachal of Atola. You can't just make sheva brachis. If you have a suda that's made for the and kala by the Yemenites... My wife's family is very close to Yemenite mishpacha. By the Yemenites, the chasne and kala sit in the house for seven days. This is the way really it was, called Beis Chasanim. And people come in throughout the day. And as you come in, they bring out food and you make sheva brachis. It's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing that you sit in the chasn and kala. And after you sit in this house, and as guests come in throughout the day, they serve food and you make sheva brachis. So they could do it eight times. It depends how many times guests come. The whole seven days, Johnny. They end up doing it like 25 times. As many times. People come. You come in and out. And then they serve meals. You can eat all day if you want. <laughs> I don't know what the Chatan and Kala do. How much they eat. I'm sure they just nibble at the different Sudas. But as people come, you serve some food. And then you make Shavu Brachas. L'mayseh. There's a One halacha. One halacha. Necessary to make Sheva Somebody has to be at that meal Who wasn't there before Who wasn't at the Chasna So Shailam saying it this way They're different Shittas But somebody comes Who wasn't at any of the preceding Simchas What's the Pshat? It's called the Panim chadashis, A new face Except Shabbos Shabbos doesn't need a Panim chadashis. Shabbos is so happy you have enough Simcha to make Sheva without a Panam Chadoshas. But by the other Sheva you need to invite somebody. Now here, Zaki, I hold people like invite a stranger and they make Sheva I don't love that because the Chosna and Kala don't get excited. You need to invite some acquaintance to the Chosna and who wasn't there yet by the Simcha. Slim pickings. Shmueli says they're no longer friends if they weren't by the Simcha. <laughs> they couldn't get there. For some reason, they couldn't get there. If it's a famous person, a big rav, then I hear even not, because the chasn and Kalah get excited to share the Simcha. Maybe they had studied his Torah. There are ways, but it has to be something that's ma'er that arouses joy of the Chosna and kala. You'll see, Khabra when a guy becomes a Chatan, when a guy becomes a Chasm, so he has a tremendous Simcha, it's the most fun to see a friend you didn't celebrate with yet. Because he restokes the Simcha like three weeks later, like everybody knows, and then you meet a friend, came back and married to He's like, Mazel Tav! And you relive the Simcha again as the Chasm. In his appreciation for your Simcha, energizes your appreciation. And that's the word of upon chadashis. They're getting, they got married. A new person, like, ah, Mazel tov! you like, and you relive the whole simch again. And you have enough joy to make shevabrachis. That's what a new person does, upon him chadashis. Very deep understanding. Our Torah and our Chazal, I don't like, you don't need to like study psychology. Just study Torah if you want to understand human beings. Because Hashem created the Torah. That's. That's the essence. Barasi, Hashem created Torah and created a human being. And the Torah is the spice of his life. And the Indian of Panam Chadasheh is fascinating, Yaakov, that a new person comes, re-energizes our Simcha. And it's true in many areas of life. An outsider comes and sees your Shabbos and they're like, whoa! And through them, it re-energizes you to things that maybe you got stale and you got used to. You stopped appreciating. So we were zaycheh for a week. A yid sat in our base medrash. And he lost his mind on a week that many were out. 50 guys out, he lost his mind. Shdel far in a week, three Rebbeim were out, 50 guys are out, and he lost his mind. But through his excitement is Mekazek us. And to remember the points, but not just to say, oh, great, I love yeshiva. The point is not just, oh, isn't it wonderful? The point is in sincerity and in honesty to grow. Embrace Torah, embrace Yiddishkeit in a sincere, authentic way, embrace prayer. He was very moved that guys walk in and put on their tillin. Certainly, we wanted Davin Chakras and was striving towards having the, each Zman and, and, and being there at each minion. But along the way, this is where I'm up to, and he was impressed. People aren't hiding and pretending. He would see a guy walk in here, put on his tefillin. and with great sincerity and authenticity, yeah. Davin Tashem, ta beautiful. And the different scenes that he witnessed in the base Medrash over the week were exciting. So I say to us, let's be mechazik to grow authentically. Let's create a matzah, a magical matzah in the base Medrash. Let's keep it going, what he saw and experienced. Let's keep being mechazek, the shiurim, the conversations, the dialogue of growth. The back and forth. I was Zayich and I didn't, I wasn't strong enough. Rabbi, the, the shiurim in the morning are stunning the way the guys engage. I was Zayich to a Shapiro's shiurim this week and to see the way guys speak up and I didn't let the guys talk enough. I asked Mechila. I'm used to the afternoon shiur, which is a certain type of shiur, they different. Styles of Shirin, but each guy speaking up and sharing and asking and wanting to engage in Torah and Yiddishkeit is something stunning. And I just say to all of us, Ashreinu, well, let's be Mechazik to keep at it, all of us, to keep at it, keep at what? Growing, serving Hashem, embracing Yiddishkeit in a sincere, authentic way, taking my step. Not to step what looks good for the neighbors. Not to step what other... My authentic, sincere step that I need to grow. Let's keep at it. It is beautiful. I wanted to play Momo's song. I'm thankful that Momo's back in Yeshiva healthy. How do we make a shidduch? you player with this thing and then play the song. That overwhelms me and I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, you know how to do this? Who, uh, <laughs> who's making the sheder? How did he know how to connect with this? Where's Marutcha? People know things like Bluetooth as if that's like normal. <laughs> Technology like scares me. I, like, moved, I moved towards the yeah. atmosphere. My kids now had to do it. No, but even connection like this, that, my phone. Don't want to get in the way of I don't. My phone never like, did a shit like I on this. i never bluetooth this. Way. Maybe?
1: connection, is <laughs> real connection,
0: real connection. <laughs> That's what I'm used to in Oxford. Yeah. That's <laughs> a fake connection. Head head
1: head connection. To it? <laughs> real, no,
0: real connection. Real Real connection. Real
1: connection. Real connection. Real connection. Real I don't know, I don't know, maybe a man. not, a man. not a man. <laughs>
0: Was gorgeous.
1: Mm.
0: momo stunning. There's so much to share on Parsha Shemais, and Besiat the will be together, we'll be together, Parsha Shemais, will get a chance, an opportunity to study the Parsha. I want to talk about acquiring Torah today. In Shemais, we meet our Rebbe, Maisha Rabbeinu, the person who all of Kalal throw calls our Rebbe, Maisha Rabbeinu. He gets the title, Rebbeinu, our Rebbe. And I want to talk about acquiring Torah we're seeing in yeshiva a renaissance, we're seeing people commit greater to Torah. I love that shear. the shear shear in the middle, that's really pounding Torah. I want the guys here to pound Torah. And it's something important in yeshiva. And we're seeing an uptick. We're, we're, a lot of the chevra here are the second seder chevra. I apologize for the switch in order, but we're seeing the shiurim, I thank Rev. Sreli Kader, Chaim Tzvi, Reb gives a share Reb that the mem- Torah is being learned in the base Medrash. We know there's memches kinyanei Torah. In order to have atzlach and learning, there are 48 kinyanei Torah necessary. And what, I want to speak about one of the kinyanei Torah. I have proofs and I found an in a who said it's the most important of all the 48 kinyanei Torah. During COVID, I was at a certain the shmaya in learning and I found, I believe it was Rabbeinu B'chaya or Rabbeinu Bachia is probably the way to say it. I believe. I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to say it in accuracy. But one of the Rishonim said that this one is the most important of all the Kinyan I have a Raya, which I don't want to talk about right now. I have a Smach at least. Not a Raya. But the Kinyon taira that you need 48 Midais, 48 Hanhagais that a person needs in order to acquire taira. And one of the Kinyon taira that we speak about is, To carry the yoke of your friend. To carry the yoke together with your friend. To feel what he's feeling. To be nice say To one of the necessary Kinyanayataira. Now you can learn taira and a guy will know taira, but not be kainataira. Of it won't become one with your essence. Kinyana taira, a person if you put sha's on the back of a donkey, say so also is carrying taira. But he's not Kaina of Tira. A Talmud Chacham is called he was Kaina of Tirah. Kainat of means that he's one and the same with Torah. It's part of his essence. To be Kainat kind of Torah, you need these 48 kinyanim. And one of the things a person needs to be Kainat kind of Torah is to be Naisai nice, B'ailim Chavairai, to carry the yoke together with your friend. Which means to feel what he's feeling. That you push it with, in it with him, in it with him. I feel you. I mamish feel what you feel. I'm very visual. In oil is a yoke. You ever picture an animal, picture a cow that's that's that, that has a yoke strapped up to its neck and it's it's, it's carrying behind it a plow. It's cow carrying a plow. You take the yoke and you put it around your neck also. Now you're carrying the plow together with the cow say your friend is under a heavy yoke, he has a worry, he has something he's carrying and walking around with, and you're carrying it with him. You mamish with, with him, you feel what he's feeling you you mamish empathize in a deep way to be empathetic. A person cannot be kind cannot, cannot be one with the tire without empathy. Without a deep sense of, I feel what you're feeling. What somebody else is going through, it it, it moves you. It matters to you. That's a midah that's necessary. Of What your friend is experiencing matters to you. It's easy to say, I have my life, he has his life. You'll never be kind of tired. You could study Torah, you could say it, you could even be a professor of Torah. You could be a professor, a college could hire you, you'll be a professor of Talmud. But a kind and acquirer of Torah you'll never be if you're not somebody who can come out of himself to feel what your friend is feeling, to understand his experience. What's he going through? What's he? He's not going through the same things as you. He has worries and troubles. Get in there. Understand what he's feeling. Understand what he's experiencing. Learn it. Understand it. We're introduced in this week's parsha to our Rebbe. First impressions matter a lot. And God knows that. And God knows that. I tell every Rebbe in the Yeshiva. I tell them that I care I care the whole year what goes on. Every minute of this place is precious and eternal. But the first minutes, the first day, you have to come on fire. Because first impressions matter. You have to come on fire. You have to come a person sincere, inspired. The beginnings matter. Beginnings matter a lot. There's a line, Soif Chazal say, Soif Maisa, what comes out at the end, باتخيله, comes from the initial thoughts. The beginning matters a lot. And the beginnings is So beginnings just are significant. And Hashem knows that. And in this week's parasha we introduced to our Rebbe. It's the beginning. It's the first impressions of Meishu And what Hashem chooses to tell us in our first encounter with Maishas is massively important because God knows when we first encounter, we're hypersensitive, what we see. First impressions matter. They matter a lot. It's hard to overcome first impressions. I get so upset. This would never happen here. Don't ever, don't ever. A, a guy, a wise guy, you're speaking at your friend's shavarachas. So a wise guy, like makes fun of the chassan, don't you ever... Don't you ever? A guy makes fun of the chassan. He thinks he's being so cute. He's like God's gift to humanity. And he rips the chassan. You know how much damage you did. People for years suffer from that. The girl doesn't know her husband yet. They just got they're married for three days at Shabbos. And the guy rips the chassan. This fool. This fool rips the chassan. He's over chamurim. And he rips the chasson and he thinks he's funny. Doch. The girl for 30 years later, she remembers back that speech. She doesn't know him yet. It's first impression still. She, they're married for three days. So he does something that she could have seen it in different ways. Yeah, the friend said you're a very this type of gay. Ah, 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 ah. It, she puts things neatly in that box. Because some friend thought he's being funny first impressions. The goal is to praise the chassan, speak about his mindless and authentic. Real. You know how much good you could do. You mamish uptight the chassan in beautiful ways. The girl's like, wow, his friends really appreciate him, and she looks with certain glasses for years. The beginning matters. The beginning matters. And there's a reason, it says in Pierre Debel that there's an Indian to praise the Hassan. There's an Indian to praise the kalah. And sophisticated, intelligent people get up, and in beautiful ways, real, if you pretend it won't have the same impact. But in real, authentic ways, you present the chassin to the kalah. You describe what a glorious person. She's like, wow, I won the game. I won the game. That's a, at the first impression. First impressions matter a lot. So comes Hashem. This is Mamisha Abrachas of We're meeting our Rebbe. And Hashem knows that first impressions matter. And Hashem, introducing Myshe, tells us the first few stories of his life. And what we get a picture over and over of Myshe is somebody who cares about the next person. He has this minog, this almost awkward minog, of going around Klal Yisrael to see our pain. He could be holed up in the palace, but he's be oilim chavere. There's no coincidence, nothing's a coincidence in the Torah. The one who's going to teach us Torah, the one who gets the name, the Rebbe of Klal Yisrael, the one who hands us Torah, Torah atziva Maisha, the first things we're taught about him is the mid of seeing somebody else's situation. Vayar b'sevloysam, a person who cares about the next person, is not so holed up in his own, not so, not so super hyper-focused on himself, not so... I'm losing the, the, what, a word of a person who, who's, self-absorbed is the word I want. He's not a self-absorbed human being, my situation. Vayarbis of he sees somebody else's pain. That's the first many stories of Myshe. Myshe Rabbein of Vayarbis He sees a Vayarish Mitzri Makesh Ivri, Meachi from his brothers. He sees a yid being hit. It's very dangerous. This almost cost Mishra his life. Pare tried to kill him. And he knew it. He sees a mitzvah hitting a yid. You didn't beat up the mitzri; You were risking your life. And Mishra was Parai tried to kill him because of this. But he was a nice saber oil. A yid, he couldn't handle it. Vayakas a kills the mitzri. I can't watch my brother being hurt. He sees one Yid hitting another Yid and he can't be soival. Every story in our introduction to our Rebbe is a human being who feels another's pain. Who's attuned and not self-absorbed but is nice say He sees another person and understands what another person is going. Moshe Rabbeinu runs to Midian because he stood up for the Yid. Parai wanted to kill him. And he has to run away from the country. He escapes. He escapes with his life. And he runs to Midian. And when he comes to Midian, remember this is a person now, he's he's just ran for his life. The tendency for a survivor who's running for his life, who's alone in a foreign country. I'll tell you something interesting. I'll tell you something interesting. I've observed at a family soda you see, some people help and some people don't help. So long as you have time, is why isn't he helping? Help serve, help set up. And a lot of times, somebody doesn't feel at home enough to help. I don't feel it's, if I feel like a stranger, I don't feel at home enough to help. The tendency of a human being running for his life and new in a country. It's not to assist another person. I, I'm a stranger. I don't, this is not my place. Whoa. <clears throat> you know, you would come to Yesheba. You would see in the in the gym, two people fighting. If you feel it's my house, so you break it up, you, 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 you end the fight. If you're a guy, you don't feel it's your place, it's not my place. I don't know. It's not my place. Myshe Rabbeinu goes to Midian. He just escaped with his life. He's an utter stranger to Midian. Now, Midian has a new situation going on. There was a Yid, there was, I shouldn't say a Yid, there was a human being, and this human being's name was Yisrael. And he used to be the leader of Midian. He was the, he ran Midian, he was the Kayin Midian. He was the main priest, he was the religious, the spiritual leader of Midian. And Yisrael renounced Avodah He was a searcher. And he stopped believing in lies and he renounced The leader, the spiritual leader of Midian renounced and said that it's Sheker what he was teaching. And people hated, he was a hated man. He was in Niduy. He was in Cherim. He was excommunicated in Midian. They hated him. He renounced publicly the religion. He was the religious leader. And he publicly reneged. He went back and he said it's a sheker, it's a lie. He said this searcher. Him and his kids were despised people. He then goes and he asked his sheep. He had jobs, he had animals, and you need to bring the sheep and, and give them to drink. Now normally you hire shepherds for the task, but nobody's willing to work. He's a hated individual, Yisrael. Nobody's going to work. All his shepherds quit on him. So he has like no choice. His daughters become the shepherd for his sheep. It's not appropriate. They're not equipped. It's meant for a chiseled, strong guy. And the girls have no choice. No, everybody hates Yisrael. Nobody's working for him. He's excommunicated. He's in Cherim. And his daughters go to the well to to get Lahashka Sainavim to give the sheep of their father to drink. Comes all the shepherds, they always would go early and sneak away. They were very big danger, Yisra'i's daughter. They were the hated people in the city. Come the tough shepherds and they find Yisra's daughter. And the medrash says they decided to kill Yisra's daughters. We'll kill you. They're going to end their lives. These a hated man, Yisra'i and his family. And the shepherds come to kill Yisra's daughter. That's it. By Yigarsham, and they, cha- they chase them. These tough shepherds are strong, chiseled physical people. They have very physical labor, and they come to kill Yisra'el's daughter. So you have to picture the scene. Our leader, our Rebbe, comes. Moshe Rabbeinu running away from Egypt. His very life. He's a survivor. He, Paray tried to kill him. He escaped by the graces of Hashem, and he comes there. He's a total stranger. And at the will there are these ruffians who are chasing girls to kill them. Every instinct of a human being would be, ah, you shrug. <laughs> your, your life's a mess. You've just been threatened to kill. You're running for your life. You just shrug. Ah, this is not my battle. <laughs> I'm just thankful they're not trying to kill me. And he stands <laughs> up, my shalom aleichem. I want you to introduce, I want you to meet our Rebbe. Under this predicament, he stands up and he saves them. He drives away these sickos. He defends these innocent girls because he's notwithstanding my predicament, you're in a situation. He can wallow in his own situation. His life has just been threatened. He ran for his life. He's a complete stranger who doesn't have anything. What does it have to do with you? And he comes out of himself despite his own difficulties and his own challenges. Meet Masha. This is our introduction to our Rebbe. God wants to introduce, I want you to meet Maisha, your Rebbe. Vayaka And Masha stands up. Vayashenna. And he saves their lives. Sainam. I love that extra. And then he gives their sheep to drink. I love that. It's one of my favorite psukim in the tire. After you save their lives, you don't, you don't have to give their... Sh- to drink. It's, so, it's almost like... A, a, makes me chuckle, the pastor. And he saves them. And he gave their sheep to drink. <laughs> he saved their lives. Like, what do you even record that for, Daniel? He saved their lives. These ruffians were trying to murder. They were going to murder Yisra's daughters. And Ma'isha came, and he in in this battle, he's like gushing, his shirt's ripped. He drives away these. He's a giver. The Darm giver, and he drives away the sickos. I'm like visualizing. He's bloodied up. He He threw some haymakers, and he drives away the sickos. By him, then he gives their sign to drink. So that's like that's like that's like you're, you're not normal anymore. <laughs> you helped, okay. He gives their sign to drink. I'm not done with you. Chesed. Chesed is like caring about somebody else. After all, they're not really supposed to be shepherds. He's the shepherd. Mashah's a shepherd. He knows, I got it, I got it. <laughs> you did enough. You d- die. No, no, no. You're not shepherds. This is a man's job. I got it. And Ayash gets him, and he gives their sign. I love when they record back. When they record back to their father what happened. They say ish mitzri atzi a mitzri saved us, miyad arayim, v'gam dole dolalanu, And he even gave us to drink, v'yashkatzatzayim. Yeah, 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 yeah. The small thing matters. Thank you for noticing that. You're a beautiful person to notice that. The small thing matters. Akiva Fry says the small things matter. You think you saved their lives? Maybe even bigger after you saved the lives. He gave our sign to drink. There's something moving and touching. You saved the life, die. Vayashka's <laughs> sign. I'm very moved. I'm deeply moved by that. But I wanna to say to the Hevra is that we're introduced to our Rebbe. What we're taught about our Rebbe is a tremendous madrega of noisei oil Ba'alum To be somebody who carries the yoke with his friend, who's conscious and aware of what's going on by somebody else, who's not so self-absorbed in your own story, which of course we're living and caring about, but I'm able to see his story. I wanted to study that. We're talking a lot about people living their story and being honest and aware of your story. And I want to say in the yeshiva... I want to say and remind us that one of the kinyan ayatayra, a person could be, I'm living my story, I'm busy with my story now. But remember, he's busy with his story. And take the time in the midst of your story, in the midst of your story, to understand his story. I want to say that all of us are striving to be kinyan to acquire Tyra, to learn it, live it, be one with it. A kinyan a tair, is to get and understand what your friend's situation is. And in our very introduction to maisha this is like driven home. Moshe Rabbeinu's own capacity of in getting your friend's story and caring to what he's going. If your, your roommate is sick, bring him breakfast, lunch, and supper. Give him chizik in between. Maybe play a little more music in the room. You have a late night bedtime, but your roommate likes getting to sleep early. Be quiet for your room. Nice Understand his situation. Understand his needs and his situations. And maybe you're the early guy and your friend moves around a little at night. Be Michael that too. Be Michael that too. I've always said, I have a theory. People tell me my roommate keeps you up, keeps me up. Your roommate doesn't keep you up. Your bad mates keep you up. I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it. I'll prove it. I had guys who tell me I can't sleep, my roommate rustles and moves, and the guy snores during my shir. Now, I scream pretty loudly, and I used to scream much louder during shir. I had voice problems, so I'm much more careful with it. I used to, in the old days, I could ask scream a lot during shir. And the guy with mamish snore in my shir, so I have a kasha. His roommate he blames keeps him up. I'm screaming and yelling, and the guy sleeps like a baby. I must have like a more comforting voice or something. <laughs> you know the pshat is? His roommate's not keeping him up. I'm screaming and yelling because I'm entitled. So it's not a chutzpah. I never heard a guy say in the middle of the year, Kailash, shh, I'm trying to sleep. I do have a right to talk here. I have a right. 3.30 to 4.30. Usually today we flip seconds. Say this at 6.20, 5.30 to 6.30. You have a right to talk, Kailash. It's okay. So the guy sleeps. Mamish comfortable. Kalish has a right to talk. Yeah, he's a loud, right? <laughs> His roommate talks. A so it's not your roommate who's keeping you up. It's your me. rice. You're sitting there stewing us. A I want you to know Shabbos afternoon, my best sleeps in the world. You'll relate to me one day. My kids are flying around. And during the week, I don't get to hear the daytime playing. <laughs> Yisrael Meir is jumping around with Baruch Beller. The best sleep in the world is on the couch right near where they're playing. I sleep like a baby. It's delightful. Because it's music to my ears, the noise of the children. The Territ says, your roommate's not keeping you up. Your Royce is keeping you up. If you would say, my roommate has needs. He has needs. He's He's trying his best. He's a good guy. You'd sleep like a baby. You'd actually ask him, I like when you play a little. I like, you know, could you rustle around a little more? I feel so good, you know I sleep better hearing you're you're having a good time, you schmack. It's true, it's a true Zach. If you learn, the more you learn to accept, I'm not saying Babai say if you're the loud roommate, be quiet. If you're the quiet roommate, also be nice understand the next guy. Both guys I'm talking to. Be be Michel all of a sudden you sleep like a baby. <laughs> Because all of a sudden it's not like chutzpah the noise. What's keeping you up is cast, not your roommate. Ah, chutzpah. The angrier you get, the more I can't sleep. The cast is keeping you up, not your roommate. you a cast, not your roommate. Your roommate's noisy. I see guys who like play recordings. Who here can only go to sleep like with the, a guy? Guys that stay by my house turn on a fan. He likes the noise of the fan. Because the fan, he doesn't say hazachutzva. So he has to look at his roommates. The noise of, he could ask. I want a picture. I've had guys come to me during the winter, turn on a fan, turning away from themselves. They get used to the noise of a fan. If his roommate would, he would be, he would appreciate as much as a fan. Terrence says in the summer, the fan makes him feel good. And your roommate, He's a wonderful guy. You'd actually call up the roommate. i in trouble falling asleep. Maybe come in the room and and carry on a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <The I truth. laughs> Can you imagine a guy would like play a tape for when he has the off buses for the Thursday night of the off? He asks his roommate, "Can I tape all are moving around that night?" I push it; it calms me down, and he'd be asleep in his room like he hears his roommate like flying around that. His... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Ari, what do you hold? It's <laughs> true. I think... It's so. not a chutzpah. The Rebbe's talk is not a chutzpah. So if we would learn, my roommate, he's a man, she's, he's entitled, you'd fall asleep but like a baby. The ones that always
1: wear AirPods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, they, they need time. Have use yeah, about 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 People she use noise machines. People use noise machines. They want to know... Masking Momo. momo?
1: Such a good call. It's, no, no, it's actually not at all.
0: Jashi, you masking to me? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys wanted to give a big cheer, but we didn't want to make it clear. You can look around who's cheering and who's not, which roommate. <laughs> like we got the Messer's room. Etan, what do you hold my chiddush? that's not the guy's roommate can you like that Khadish? i I think there's a degree of truth to it I think so what senior I like so. <laughs> I think there's a degree of truth to it I think so yeah it works. i that works. If you are Michael your roommate, you sleep like a baby. Is this Michael? I'm not saying to make noise. If you're the guy making the noise, knock it off. I'm talking nicely well. Understand the next guy. Understand his struggles and worries. The more you understand it's Badakaminus, it works. If you accept him and be Michael him, all of a sudden your mammish fall asleep, he's jumped. Dr- <laughs> 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 <This looks forever. laughs> so mama, what do you want? You i think in you i the dorms. Every dorm cast be working hard tonight, because every guy is saying to his roommate, "Shh, say you're, I'm not keeping you up. You're <laughs> casting you up. This is nothing like that to increase cast, like." <laughs> The dorm cats may have a very rough night. Don't make noise. Don't make noise. I said that it's not your roommate keeping you up. It's your cass. If we would be, Michael, the same guy who complains his roommate keeps him up, falls asleep during my share. I'm noisy. The answer is because not a chutzpah that I'm talking so if you're Michael, that he's talking, then you sleep like a baby. I purposely Shabbos the afternoon will sleep near my kids' noise because it's pleasant to me. Because I like it, I miss it all week. It's like pleasant. I sleep better. People play the noise of fans because a fan is he has a good association with a fan in the winter. He turns it away and he plays it. The noise of your roommate could be delightful. I'm so happy. He's comfortable. He's having a good time. Sleep like a baby. Try it. If we accept it, it doesn't make us up. it puts us in a deeper sleep. It's The more that I accept and I'm Michael and I'm not saying I should make noise, but the more I'm Michael I, if I care you're gonna ask your roommate, can I tape the noise when you're not here? I push it have trouble sleeping. I brush well, feel you're a good guy and it's just pleasant. I, there's a truth. I, I'm not making lights on this. There's a truth to this. My, my
1: mother can't sleep.
0: Buddy. I said our cast is keeping us, not the gay. The fact that I'm angry at the chutzpah is what's keeping me up. If I be Michael, if I... But if I'd be Michael and I'd say he's being him, and I accept it, you'd sleep like a baby. You'd sleep, you'd actually appreciate the noise. I'm telling, I go to sleep near my kids. I he's making noise. I went to sleep there with him. That's what put me to sleep—the pleasant noise. So if I'm Michael, he's a loud guy. I'm not saying a guy should be loud, but I'm telling you, try it. If I'm Michael, a guy's loud. I'm Michael, he's a levitic guy. So happy, he's having a good time. You fall asleep like. a... <laughs> If I accept even his noise, his noise, this is. I could sleep if I accept. If I I accept it, I'll sleep like a baby. That's how I think. I'm not saying we have to, I'll give a schmooze tomorrow, some tomorrow, screaming at the guy making noise. He's wrong. But I'm telling you, this is, bad. what do you hold, Josh? Yeah. I
1: mean, don't make like, noise, well, don't make sure noise. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard.
0: Those? Don't, make don't, make don't make noise, don't make noise, don't make noise. I'm of 800, I do damage here. I think I did damage tonight, guys are going to make noise. I don't want to have done damage, nobody, but you say.
1: More talking
0: more talking
1: more talking
0: Momo wants to hang up a sign in his room Like his roommate hung up a sign Shh. So he wants to hang up a sign It's not me keeping you up It's. <laughs> 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 I wasn't coming for that I was coming to say, no, you say Understand your friend <laughs> The noise I'm hearing is wonderful. I want to remind Oilum, in our journey to Kabbalah satira to becoming B'nai Taira, let's remember certainly to embrace our journey, but not to forget his. To carry the yoke together with my friend.